Hello and welcome back to our show, The Podcast, where we talk about TV shows with friends. And Steve and I are back today to talk about a new show after a little bonus episode last time. Today, we're going to talk about the pilot of Mrs. Fletcher, starring Katherine Hahn. So I'm going to kick it right over to Steve to get into this fun pilot. Steve, tell us all about Mrs. Fletcher. Thank you, Eli. And thank you, friends. So Mrs. Fletcher, the HBO original from 2019, fairly recent show, the big news or special thing about this show for me was this show showcases this actress that I really love, Katherine Hahn, who if any of you out there have, have seen, um, you certainly know who I'm talking about. If you've seen any of the really wild comedies that she's been in, she was in Step Brothers, super funny, but actually a really good actress, really well-trained. I believe she went to Yale, MFA, graduate acting program, just really accomplished, but mostly known for her comedic work. And in this series, we really get a chance to see kind of what she can do on an emotional level and specifically um, from this pilot. So I'm definitely interested, interested in getting Eli's feedback on his first watch of the pilot because it was something that I picked up on on the rewatch. And just one other interesting thing I wanted to point out um, the director of this pilot um, is an incredible uh, filmmaker in her own right. She's done a lot of really cool TV shows. Nicole Holliscenter. Um, and if you know her work as well, super interesting, character-driven stuff. And then her foray into television, also some really cool TV credits. Orange is the New Black, Bored to Death, Six Feet Under. Just some like really amazing, talented women working on this show. And uh, so Eli, what'd you think of the pilot of Mrs. Fletcher? Yeah, well, it was definitely fun and interesting. And I may have even said this before, but I really enjoy not knowing much about a show and a movie especially as well. But a show going in and not knowing a lot about what the show's about, or in this case, anything. Yeah. Uh, having literally never seen anything other than just, uh, you know, tile scanning through HBO Max. So that was really fun. And as you were mentioning, you know, Catherine Hahn's been a lot of comedy. Um, I think we said last episode more of a character or comedic actress than a leading lady. And so this sees her as a more dramatic leading lady. Um, so a turn almost in two directions, if that makes sense. And that was exciting. Also, not knowing what this was about, um, I found it to be far more, let's say, uh, visceral hmm. of a ride than expected. Um, and I guess that makes sense with her and her acting and style and... Yeah, I wasn't quite ready for the opening scene to go there and then just realize that, um, you know, the follow-up on that is television and HBO fans will remember the actor who's then talking to her, 
uh, about that uh, is Herc from The Wire, right? Um, and so Herc is basically yelling at Catherine Hahn about his dad playing porn loudly in the common area. And it just, yeah, it opens and really like smacks you in the face with her reality. And from there, like it teeters on the edge of being um, raunchy, of being really emotional, of being uh, really like you feel for her, but then it's funny and then it's light and then it's heavy and then it's awkward. And so, yeah, it was a really fun ride. And I thought not having a lot of knowledge what it was about or what to expect was fun. But yeah, it was more visceral and maybe even, you know, just literally a bit more raunchy than I expected, which was fun and funny. Yeah. I think visceral is a great way to put it. And for me, on the rewatch, her, this emotional journey, and it gets sort of, the word, the term empty nest gets brought up several times throughout the, 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 the pilot in the script. And I think that sort of this overarching theme in this first episode is she is, embarking on this empty nest. I mean, we're seeing it in real time. It's like the night before the empty nest begins. Yeah. And then it ends with like her home alone in the empty nest. So it's, <laughs> it, it, you know, it really, it reminded me of when I went off to college, you know, ultimately and, and just sort of, it, it gave me also a lot of sympathy for a character for a, uh, primarily a single mom. And they did a really good job of setting that up, sort of explaining it's, really been all her. The dad has a new family with a very demanding autistic child and a young wife and he's just not around. And Yeah. Um, and so you see how that all feeds into who this person is, her son has like grown into be, who is like in of itself very unlikable character. He's a bully at school. Right. He seems to like Really, <laughs> I mean, I think the other thing that it nailed, you know, beyond this emotional reality of of an empty nest is um, having a child now in the age of the phone and and sort of technology and how that almost accelerates the loss for the parent because they've already checked out and he's already like barely not in the moment. He can't even be in the moment to help her pack his desk, right? Um, yeah. So yeah, I just thought there was there was so much to this world of her and she's so captivating and really kind of draws you in and she's and you see her really experiencing it and it's it's pretty hard not to feel bad for. Her. I mean, from my perspective and watching this again, it's like, oh man, like you know, in a way, you're like, you feel bad that she's sort of being treated in this way by her son. And then also kind of feel good that, you know, in the sense of like, maybe this is a good thing. Like when she goes in the scene with her friend, which I thought was a really nice scene. Um, and they're both kind of commiserating on this empty nest thing they're about to embark in. And the one friend's like, I'm kind of looking forward to this. And they yeah. talk about, you know, what the, what the, what the future holds. And uh, so I like that, that, that this actually, it's time for her, sort of like a, like a butterfly or like a 
metamorphosis occurring for her, and you kind of catch that in the final scene. No doubt. Yeah, and I think what's tough about this, and certainly it's one episode, right? So we don't get a lot of the backstory. We just get like these very sort of light or broad brush strokes about what's been going on. And it's sort of, for me, always uh, duplicitous in a way that when you see this sort of single parent, um, I guess in a way it is an archetype now in TV and movies. It's like the single parent who's had to do it all and what happens is like they don't quite have enough time for the kid, so the kid is a dick or bad or whatever it is, right? Like the kid's not quite a good person. And then the kid's a dick to the parent and... You know, at certain ages, maybe all kids are dicks. Teenage kids are not the nicest to their parents overall. But it's hard to feel bad for her without also just wondering, like, how is she not in touch with him enough that they have a better relationship? She holds him more accountable. Mm. Like, yo, pack your own shit for college. Like, I, like that wouldn't have ever flown for me. Like, I did everything for college. Like I yeah. packed everything. Now the whole like first day of college and getting dropped off by your family, it was super fun and, uh, you know, very relatable, but the whole like, you know, Oh, the kid's a dick. He's a dick to her. I feel bad for her, but like she raised that dick. And so right. there's gotta be something more, you know, and I'm sure we learn more as the show goes on probably. But from this, it's sort of like a we're caught in a like chicken in an egg situation where it's like, well, why is he like this? You know, like is it technology? Is it his dad like not being present? And then yeah, it's tough. Like I have a, you know, mom who from my teenage years raised me as a single mom. And so I have personal experience with this and it is tough. And um so I identify and I also like feel bad, but you also know that like it's a, just a tough situation for everyone, mm -hmm. right? So um, there has to be some reason this kid's, you know, grown up and matured and ended up like this to some degree, right? His home life, his lack of father figure, whatever it is, right? And we don't yeah. get a very clear picture, just some, you know, like I said, sort of broad brushstrokes. So it's tough because you're sort of left feeling like, and she's also back to your point. She's reluctant about the whole empty nest thing. She's not like, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Right. So there is this thing where she's sort of tied to what's going on so intimately and she can't let go. And when she gets to college, you know, those awkward scenes, like she really can't let go and she's holding on too tight without seeing the truth. Boom. Yeah. There's my insightful point about all that. No, yeah, I think I think that sounds about right. And I think that with everything going on for her, again, we have to just kind of the backstory here, we have to kind of like make conjecture about all we're seeing is that there's a single mom, dad's not around, the kid's a dick, right? <laughs> so so the 
whatever it was, whether it was bandwidth, whether it was time for her to have a full-time job, for her to like take care of him, like there was a lack of something in him. Or generational trauma that she experienced. Like we don't know yeah. anything, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, I can only relate it to how she couldn't assert herself in that opening scene to the guy who played Herc on The Wire. Right. To say like, hey man, like meet me halfway here. <laughs> you know, like we, we want to keep your dad around, but like this is, you know, she kind of does like a, it's like a little bit, but she gets, she's like a punching bag, right? Yeah. Like and that's how we're establishing, seeing her in the opening of the. Well, really in all these cases and it's yeah with men and it's, um, you know, she doesn't actually stand up to his father. Mm -hmm. You know, he's like, you're not mad, right? And she's like, Ugh, but she's not like, yeah, I am mad. Get your ass over here and lug some fucking bags. You do shit for this kid's life, you know? Like, yeah. So that is, you know, more sort of succinctly the other side of it, right? It's like she's allowed herself to be, for whatever reason that we don't know really yet, she's allowed herself to be in this dynamic and relationship in all her major you know, forums and parts of her life, as far as we can see. Yeah. And what, how did you, as a pilot, how did you find the, the arc of the story and sort of where it took you and the, the character that came back around at the end in the scene that she sort of had with him? <laughs> at the, uh, what was the class called? The oh, life pers personal essay. Personal essay. Life essay. <laughs> personal essay. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, I thought that was funny and um, borderline creepy, if not creepy. Yeah. Um, just because you know, like, he's that kid's 18 still, probably. Like, maybe 19. That kid's, like, in her son's class, right? Yeah, and even if she didn't know who she was, he had a skateboard. He obviously looks super young. Super but I guess young. that ties into this MILF sort of mentality, which was another theme. She's like, oh, I hate that term. And then sort of slowly she starts getting intrigued <laughs> by MILF. Mm. And then in the final scene is like a fully embracing this sort of MILF energy. And then that right. moment, like her last look to him, I thought like if we're talking about like character art from first scene to last scene was really cool, like to set up. Yeah. Well, and I think it's pretty clear that uh, in that scene, in the... I guess it's what, a community college, like probably local community yeah. college she's sure. taking a class at. Um, in that scene, by the end of it, she's emulating Becca, right? Like she's emulating the girl that came over to blow her son. Oh, wow. In some yeah. ways. And I don't know if that's sure. like just directly her or just like, right, like I'm going to appeal to the vibrant sexuality of. Younger, younger college yeah. age, youthful men, and she's just you know, she's got got her milf <laughs> porn search on, and um, but anyhow, yeah, she comes around from this sort of like disgust and like realization of what's going on to like sitting on the porch with the tea to calm down to her like leaving. Right, but then mm -hmm. yeah, by the end, like she is her basically. Yeah, she's twirling her hair. She's yeah, she like takes off the jacket, and 
expose his skin, twirling the hair, yeah, and the look to see if he's looking and then engaging eye contact was, um, I think what's really cool about this series and this pilot is having seen this actress in these really body comedic roles and then to get to see her go to all these places. Um, the overall ride um, and execution I thought was like really satisfying to watch and then for me, and I'm curious to know how, how it left you, like we've watched now a number of pilots um, and I thought this one did a really good job of just setting up well, what's going to happen? You know, there's not a lot of characters, right? There's essentially three main characters. You know, like there's like three or four major characters. Right. Um, and you have this main character, an um, uh, empty nester MILF, you know, donning MILF, <laughs> you know, like engaging with this, with a, you know, with this kid who was bullied by her son ultimately but like even in his little party scene you get um a sense of like maturity and like intelligence from him where he like intellectually schools him in that scene yeah and then gets bullied you know gets his phone dropped or whatever but i love the little story points like how he still hasn't been able to fix his phone that's how recently this is all (laughs) <laughs> transpiring he's like I can't is this the right room I can't my phone I can't see my screen you know like I just love how it all kind of weaves together and then this notion of like dropping off this kid who's completely out of touch with himself his feelings his behavior yeah, how he's represented in the world and who's this history of bullying and entitlement and, and sort of being a certain way in you know, kind of a modern, I'm going to say liberal arts, although it's not really clear what the college is, other than it seems to be kind of like your normal college thing. But they they certainly foreshadowed in that party scene, the kid being like, you're going to go to college and everyone's going to see you for who you are. You know, so there's that. Totally. And then that moment where the his roommate goes, all right, I'm going to class, it goes in one direction. And he's like, left himself to figure out and there was this weird little delay and a good turn by that actor in that moment to show you just how (laughs) unprepared he is for the real world (laughs) outside of his bedroom outside of his high school you know it sort of foreshadows like you you're gonna have a rough time like his kind of meekish like oh what am i supposed to do now thing right yeah for sure and that's identifiable, I think, for both of us, probably. Um, having definitely gone to much bigger colleges from high school, so being all of a sudden a much, much smaller fish in a much bigger pond. But yeah, there's some really subtle, uh, as you're pointing out, moments and closing moments, right? So we talk a lot about how the pilots set up what's coming and Um, This certainly gives us enough to really um, chew on and also some like real directional, you know, where this is going. Um, Not even hints, right? Like (laughs) Catherine Hahn is more than hinting. Uh, She is literally starting to uh, engage in a type of behavior she has seemingly never 
even really considered strongly, um, given her life as a single mom. So um, that's fun. And yeah, it's, you would think that they follow, you know, both of them. And so it'll be interesting to see after the pilot, you know, if we continue watching what they do with um, sort of the separate stories, if they follow, you know, him in college as well, or if it focuses more on her. And um, yeah, I'd be interested just to see like, Shows don't often sort of drop foreshadowing hints without it coming back to some degree, but yeah. it doesn't always come back the way you think. So I'm interested to see, you know, what of the things that they set up in this pilot uh, really come back in the way you think and what just maybe come back later unexpectedly, because um, I think that's fun to look at. Um, however, Steve, I think it's a good time to let our listeners know that we're actually going to pause for our first official break. And at the end of today's recording, we will stop for a little bit and uh, let these episodes just be out there for a while before moving on to a next show. So um, any anything else you wanted to talk about with... Mrs. Fletcher, the pilot, before we take a little break here. No, feel free to check it out and see a side of this actress, Catherine Hahn, that you might not have seen and some interesting storytelling. And yeah, we we have plenty of shows that we want to watch and, and we're excited to come back after a bit of a break and uh, invite you back to watch some more TV shows with us. Yes, indeed, friends. So thanks for listening, everyone out there. We'll see you soon, friends. Bye-bye. Hello, friends, and thanks for listening. We just wanted to take a quick moment and let you know that we are really excited to be a part of a growing podcast network. It's called Connected Podcasts. And there are many other great shows on the network that we think you are going to enjoy. That's connected, C-O-N-N-E-C-T-D, podcasts.com. Thanks for listening.